Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Castleberry. The best when it comes to anything you need. Cards, buying, selling, you name it, whatever the sport is. No one does it better than Alan Norris, the guys at Big League Cards. Um, real quick before we get into the divisional playoffs, Kyle, where do you sit on the um, Jason Kelsey uh, performance yesterday? Not Travis, Jason. <laughs> I mean, Travis caught a couple of touchdown passes and so forth, but... Uh, I think Jason Kelsey will be playing for the Philadelphia Eagles next year. That was my idea from that performance. So when Jay- they do that shot, Jason Kelsey is doing his thing. But if you look two rows back, yeah. the look on his wife's face. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. he is so playing in the NFL. Yeah. Man. He is see, not, <laughs> yeah. not going to be see, home not, next year. Uh, I'm not bothered by any of the. Uh, Taylor Swift stuff. I think it's yeah. great. It, it, it doesn't bother me. But, like, dude, okay. So we're drinking. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, no. I, I got it. But. Well, you saw the video of him taking a shot from the bowling ball from the Bills, Bills Mafia. Mafia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. No, the look on his wife's face goes, he is playing but this I asked, year? I, I, I asked Mike um, because some wonder, okay, if he's going to retire, what might Travis do? They could rival the Mannings. As far as oh, yeah. off the field, oh sure, you know, I yeah, mean, absolutely. They they we could get tired of seeing them, <laughs> you know, um, but I yeah I I I don't know what either one wants to do, and and um, there was some speculation about Travis if they won, and if he won, might be a better time. Um, Maybe no better time to, to leave than uh, if you won it again. So anyway, let's uh, 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 kind of. Uh, dissect a little bit of the uh, weekend that was. Um, I I'm sorry, Kyle. Can you find and Kelly played this? So I, I want to play it again. The Todd Bowles clip of his explanation on why they didn't burn a timeout at the end of the game against the Lions. I'm not saying the Bucks would have scored and gone for two. Well, they would have had to go for two and and tie the game. But it is third down and twelve. There's 37 seconds to go. The Bucks have one timeout, and Jared Goff took a knee. If the Bucks call timeout with 33, 34 seconds to go, which is what it would have been when Goff's knee hit the floor, the Lions would have faced a fourth down decision um, at about the 32-yard line. And either A, would have had to kick a 49, 50-yard field goal that if you miss, would have put the football at about the 39, 40-yard line. If you make, fine, you're down two scores, the game's over. If the Lions opted to run a play, okay, you still would have got the ball back. Todd Bowles gave this explanation after the game when asked about why he didn't burn the final timeout. They already had a field goal and lined up, and it would have been about 12 seconds left on the clock to end the ball game. We weren't going to come back from that. No sense of prolonging the obvious. Uh, he's wrong. Look at the video. Jared Goff took a knee with 34 seconds to go. Uh, and a lot of people pointed that out. Um, I was sitting there watching, going, "My first thought," I said to Mike, "was I thought the 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 graphic was wrong. 
that they had no timeout. Uh, again, I- I'm not saying they win, but he's wrong. Now, uh, the game itself, look, the Bucks played well. Uh, Tampa did things to, to put themselves in position uh, to win the game. Uh, both teams put up uh, about 400 yards. Um, actually, the Bucks were over 400 yards. The Lions had 391. Uh, Baker played well. Uh, the interceptions, a bad pass. Um, of course, he'd love to have it back. But he's 26 of 41 for 349. The first pick. That's not on Baker. Uh, Mike Evans, eight catches, 147. On the last touchdown drive, he was big. Um, uh, the Bucks averaged six yards a carry. Didn't run much, but they picked up 89 yards on 15 uh, rushes. couple were Baker. One was run by design. The other, he, he rolled out and ran. Uh, but the Bucks gave themselves a chance uh, it's a 24-17 football game, and the Bucks need to stop. Need to stop. Lions go 10 plays, 89 yards in 5 minutes and 50 seconds. The drive kind of epitomized Detroit's season, how good Jared Goff has been. Uh, the Lions able to run the football. The Bucks couldn't get a stop, and then you're down 31-17. You do drive down the field. You do get the score. Uh, but then Detroit is able to run the clock out uh, and win the game. Um, but... You can't, I'm not going to sit and rip Tampa uh, today. They couldn't get a stop when they needed to at 24-17, and the Lions score. Mike was talking about Lions, a team of destiny. Look, sometimes you look at teams, and when they're on that roll, and for the Lions, I think even the most diehard Lion fan would agree, if I put them on the road last week, I don't know if the Lions would have a second playoff game, but they earned the playoff game at home, and earned the divisional round at home, and that was a big advantage. And it's a great story in Detroit. For as long as they've gone without playing in a title game, um, they're going to be tough to beat. Quickly, 10 o'clock hour, WYJM Orlando, WJR, HD2, Cocoa Beach, Orlando Sports Leader, Mark Daniels, and the Beat of Sports. I do think there are some questions of, about the Bucks. I'm going to get to that, including Baker, uh, in uh, the next segment. The other game last night, first off, you're a football fan. Um, I was just fun to watch because Mahomes, Kansas City, the games in Buffalo, the way the Bills had finished the season, of the four games, probably the most anticipated game, not just because of where the spread was, but um, and uh, that's the game I got wrong. I thought Buffalo would win, and yet... I do believe that it becomes more of a psychological game as you got into the fourth quarter for Buffalo to know its challenge against Kansas City, the way games have gone with Mahomes and doesn't need more than 20 seconds sometimes, um, that it would become a mental game. And both teams were able to run the football. Both quarterbacks were good at making plays. Josh Allen runs for a couple of scores. Travis Kelsey, who hadn't been in the end zone in a while, gets two touchdowns. Uh, Kansas City's defense is what carried them for the season. That offense was not great this year. Mahomes is great, but the offense struggled at times. Um, 
And yet, there you go. 24-20, Buffalo leads. Kansas City goes on an eight-play drive. They get no third downs in the drive. They get a touchdown. They go up 27-24. And Mahomes made it look easy. Buffalo then goes three and out after that touchdown by Kansas City. Um, Buffalo goes for it on fourth and five, and it stopped. Kansas City gets the run, then the fumble in the end zone. Which, by the way, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN tweeted out that he thinks that rule's going to get re- reviewed in the offseason and maybe changed, where a fumble by the offense that goes into the end zone and out could not be a turnover? Why not? Who who, who argues that that's a, a bad rule? Here's an idea. Don't fumble. But I I, I wasn't aware that, 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 that there was this talk about changing that rule. But anyway, um, after the Kansas City fumble, Buffalo goes three and out on offense. And all of a sudden, their offense now begins to stall. Kansas City punts. And it's first and 10 at the 20. There's 8.23 left in the game. And Buffalo is marching down the field. And the Bills look as if, man, they're going to score. I mean, Tony Romo was saying, boy, you don't want to score too quickly and leave time on the clock. And they march down the field and get to Kansas City's 27-yard line. And then they ran for a yard, and the two incomplete passes Allen was short on the throw into the end zone, and they end up on fourth down, and then they missed the field goal. The drive to start, they moved the ball with confidence and then got to the 27, and it was just like, yeah, we'll run it here, and missed on the pass, and he missed that field goal. And then every emotion, every every mental challenge of it being the Chiefs is it's right there with the missed field goal. And it goes uh, wide right uh, for Buffalo. And Kansas City, for six consecutive years, gets to a conference championship game. And Mahomes does it on the road in Buffalo. And whether you believe that sometimes teams have your number, whatever. But Mahomes found a way. Still don't think it's a great offense. I mean, it's, it, it's not. But they won. Uh, and for Buffalo, it leads to an interesting offseason and, and and the ultimate roller coaster of a year with the expectations, then the midpoint of the season, questioning, uh, fired their OC, questioning Sean McDermott, the 9-11 comments and everything. Then they get hot, and then it's like, oh, that might be the hottest team uh, going into the playoffs, and then it's over. Beat the Steelers, you know, the game on Monday, come back, and, and got the game at home. And then it's over. And is it Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes? Sometimes I hate when we do that because, it, you know, yes, they go against each other, but it's quarterback versus defense. Uh, but Kansas City gets the best of them. Uh, Green Bay-San Francisco, which was a late game on uh, Saturday, which I got to watch on a flight back and then was able to get home, missed a portion of the third quarter of my drive home and then saw the fourth quarter. Uh, Green Bay settled early for field goals, but 
Green Bay's up 21-17. With the ball, Aaron Jones breaks off a 53-yard run, and you're thinking Green Bay's going to score here. They're going to go up. They're going to go up 28-17. They're going to go up two scores here. Um, but the 53-yard run gets them to the San Francisco 37, and their drive stalls. And Anders Carlson misses the field goal. Mike and I were talking about this in the bridge. You just felt like, wow. If he makes it, you're up seven. Not that Purdy can't bring him down the field and score and tie the game and probably overtime, but... You just felt deflating for Green Bay as he misses that field goal. And Carlson was not good beyond 40 yards this year. And Purdy hadn't been great. But he did enough on the drive. And San Francisco uh, goes down and scores. And then Jordan Love, and for all the praise, and rightfully so, the second half of the season that Jordan Love had that's going to parlay into a new contract, apparently, and a significant one, to make him one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the game, he threw a bad pass. Didn't need it. Live for another down. Uh, forced the pass, and I can imagine that his head coach was just biting his tongue because the minute he lets it go, you're like, that is not good. Uh, if he throws the ball away, I, I'm not saying Green Bay marches down and scores, but you live for another down, and he forced the pass. And it's picked off, and San Francisco uh, goes on uh, to win. The other game on Saturday, uh, the Texans hang with the Ravens for a little bit. Uh, then the Texans' defense bows up in the second half. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, needed a game like that. He'll need another one this coming week uh, against Kansas City, but he needed to win a playoff game. And a little bit more dominant Baltimore is a one seed than San Francisco, but as we said, sometimes we forget about the one seeds and the week off and everything, but here they are hosting uh, conference championship uh, games as uh, we get uh, Baltimore and Kansas City and uh, Detroit and San Francisco. The NFL and marketing people, they want a Kansas City-San Francisco Super Bowl. Um Mahomes, the biggest star in the NFL, bigger than Travis Kelsey. Uh, And San Francisco brings the West Coast audience and has a decent national fan base. That's not saying there aren't a lot of the the Detroit Lion fans. Don't get me wrong on that. Um, There are a lot of Lion fans, and the Lions are a great story right now. And a blue-collar Super Bowl of Baltimore and Detroit sounds good if it's played in a blue-collar city like Philly. Uh, But the Super Bowl's in Vegas, and the NFL won't tell you this, but they would prefer Kansas City, San Francisco, uh, Super Bowl. But we're down to four teams, and both matchups are one versus three seeds uh, in the conference championship games coming up this uh, Sunday. Uh, Later, was it a Friday news dump about the NCAA's investigation to the University of Florida? It wasn't a news dump. Somebody worked really hard to get the story, but what does it mean for Florida uh, plus some other college football notes. But when we come back, so the Bucks season has ended, and they're in a really interesting position about what to do with their quarterback, about what to do with their team. That, and why have two big names still not landed jobs when it comes to coaching? We'll do all that next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.